Okay, Rabbi Isai, we'll continue Bezer Hashem here in the Psicha of Chavaz Halvavis. So we're beginning with a, uh, a new paragraph. So those who have a new paragraph in your Sefer. Vim Yiftach Al We got through talking about how if a person has Bitochen on Zulas Hashem, someone other, something other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then Hashem will indeed give that person... And what will happen with that person? We'll give it over in the hand of the Teva, the hand of the person we trust in. And from there, there's a lot of all the different calculations that could occur based on that. Then Hashem says, then I take a step back and you won't see me necessarily. It'll be much more difficult to see me. Now we go on like this more specific. says the Chavis above is much more specific. And if a person puts his trust in his Chochmah. He's now really talking to us. If a person puts his trust in his own smarts, in his own wisdom, his own intellect, or his own cunningness, or he trusts his strength, he trusts that he's, he's healthy, he's strong, there are people who are just emotionally strong. And they say, well, I'll be able to win over this person because I have a display of confidence. I show strength. I could convince the person. So whether he believes in his wisdom, he believes in how well he knows about something, or he believes in Tach he believes in his shrewdness, in his acumen, in his cunningness, or in his efforts. I can put in my efforts. I've been there before. I know how to deal with these people. I I have this one in the bag. The person trusts in himself, says, I figured it all out. I think I can know how to make this deal. I think I know I, I can know how to take care of myself. If a person is going to place his trust in one of his own talents, says the Chavis Havavaz Yigalarik, his effort is going to be for naught. He's going to come up empty-handed. Worse than that, he's going to become weak. And he's going to come up shorthanded from attaining really what he wants. How does he know this to be true? Like the Pasuk already tells us, that the Chacham, the wise one who trusts his own wisdom, who trusts his own intelligence, Loichet, he gets trapped, he gets trapped within that itself. In his wisdom, in his slyness, he gets trapped. In other words, that oftentimes what can happen is that not only does he end up not attaining his goal, but sometimes it's exactly what the person trusted in comes back to haunt him. In where he thought that he has he has the wherewithal. He knows what to do. He knows the steps to take. And he puts his trust in that. It comes back to bite him. The, in the, in the exact thing that he did because he trusted himself comes back to haunt him. It turns out not in his favor. V'yomar. And he brings the Pasim Kayeles and Shleim HaMelech says, just take a look at the world. Let's put even all the religious aspects aside. Let's just take a look at the world. Shavti v'roi tachas Hashem. Shleim says, I've just observed. I just, 
I, I've lived long enough to just observe the world and what happens. I've seen what happens in this world. It's not for the swift ones that are always successful. It's not for the ones that are strong that necessarily win the war. It's not always the smart people who get wealthy. That young lions could try to get their food and they go hungry at times. But those who seek Hashem and those who always place their trust in Hashem will never be lacking anything good. And here, many Amadaik already might point this out in the Pasik. It doesn't say, Dorshe Hashem will be wealthy. It doesn't say, Dorshe Hashem will have everything that they desire for. It says, Dorshe Hashem, will not be lacking. They won't be lacking any good. Because those who indeed are really seekers of Hashem, they will always be comfortable. They will always be confident that this is indeed where Hashem wants me to be. And I'm never worried about the future. They're never lacking anything good that they're going to need in their life. They're never lacking. Because they're Dershi Hashem. And here we'll bring the... It's already become a, perhaps a well-known story, the Briskarov. The Mashkiach Zolgazunzayin heard it personally from Rableza Pluchinsky, who was a close chaver and Talmud of, of the Briskarov. Shobleja Pluchinsky heard this Maisev in the Briskarov himself, and it's been recorded by some of the Briskarov's children as well, so it's an authentic story. The Briskarov, Revelvel, already back in Europe, married into a very wealthy Mishbacha, a wealthy family, and he was given as a dowry basically a whole block of real estate. And this was right before World War I. And he thought then, ah, he's going to be secure for life. Here he has enough property, enough wealth to sustain him for his whole life. And he's going to sit and learn and do what he loves to do and serve Hashem properly, daven and learn and never have to worry about money. And then World War I came and things changed hands from one government to the next. And the whole property that he had became the part and parcel of the ownership of the government. And it was stripped from him. And the Briskarov said, honestly, he says that that moment he felt as if the floor had opened up from beneath his feet. He felt terribly helpless, terribly despondent. But when you're the Briskarov, the future Briskarov, instead of going into a depression, and instead of trying to scramble to find something else, he sat down and he learned... And he learned it like the Briskarov would learn it. And he learned it from cover to cover. And he learned it a few times until he was kainit, until he acquired Bitochen from the Chavis And when he finished, he says, I came out with the conclusion, let me give the uptight, let me give the definition of Bitochen, of Ezeu Oshir HaSameach Bechelkoi. Doesn't mean that someone who has bitachin is wealthy, but rather the essence of having bitachin is the same as someone who has wealth. And it was described like this: 
Someone who is a multimillionaire, he doesn't walk around in the street and he has millions of dollars in his pocket, but rather he walks around with a sense of security that if anything should happen, if this virus would get so bad, he would have to fly to Ireland or New Zealand where it's safe. He has no problem with that. And if he has to hire the best doctors to take care, he has no problem with that. His security on his wealth makes him feel confident. Now, such a person has other problems and other things to fear, as the Chavazos will continue saying. But in terms of that confidence, because he always has what to rely on. As the saying goes, he has money in the bank. Said the Briskarov that that exact feeling is what the Baal Bitochen could have. The Baal Bitochen could have that same security, that same, I have money in the bank, that same, I have what it takes in the bank. And instead of the dollars that he has in his bank, he has the Ebishter. When a person feels, I always have the Ebishter in the bank, whatever will happen, the Ebishter is going to take care of me. Whatever's going to happen, I always have who to rely on, what to rely on. So that same feeling of confidence that an Oshir has in his wealth, so the Baal Bitochen has in his security in HaKadosh Baruch So that's the Dor Shei Hashem But here the Chavis says that if a person relies on himself, he relies on his wisdom, he relies on his strength, he relies on his cunningness. He says he'll, he'll work hard and he'll put all of that effort into it and he'll come up shorthanded. He says, It seems to be that the natural sequence of events, the natural result of a person who just tries his best in this world, trying to rely on himself, will come up empty-handed or at least short-handed. That's what seems to be the natural results. And it's only one who indeed says, I'm going to put in an effort. I'll put in my effort based on what I think that is right to do, based on the smarts that Hashem gave me to, to try to deal with this situation, put in that ishtadlus, but always rely that the bottom line is, after I'm finished putting in my effort, it's only HaKadosh Baruch who will take care of the rest, who will take care of any results. That's the appropriate way to, to look at it. We're talking about a, uh, already a high Madrega, but talking about Madregas, let's just mention here and conclude with Rav Dessler. Rav Dessler, it's in Chelek Aleph, page 182. Rav Dessler really, in a, a piece going through Nason Teva, describes that there are four different levels of a person's be talking in Hashem, from lowest to highest. We don't have time right now to go into all four of them, and since most most of you won't look it up, Amir Hashem will do it another time. But to, as Rav Desla says, but let's just give ourselves a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a test to see where are we holding. It says Rav Desla the following: Kishanu Royim. We want to know really where do we stand in terms of how much bitachin we have and how much we think it's really our own doing. From the lowest level of that it's me who did it, it's my strength, it's, it's my greatness who did it, to the point of, well, I know Hashem uh, could intervene and Hashem could mess it up and 
like like the Mashkiach used to say, a person has kavanah barichaleinu, barichaleinu Hashem, I have this appointment and I have this deal and I have this guy I want to see and oh by the way Hashem, I know you could mess it up but uh, please, if you don't mind just stay at it for a little bit and let me take care of it. I know what I'm doing. It's a madrega. It is some level of understanding Hashem's power. But says says Rav Dessa like this and we really could could get a sense to where we're holding. What will you see a person who is successful in his business? When we see a person, right away we start thinking, what was the reason for that? He's cut out for that. He knows how to deal in that business. He's a shrewd guy. He knows how to deal with people. He knows how to find good deals. He knows how to invest well. He has a lot of determination. And that's what we say. Listen, if you want to say it a little bit of a frimmer, he's a tiktika guy, you know. He's a talented fella, so he knows how to do it. That's why he's wealthy. That's why he's successful in his ASIC. When we see an army, when we see there was one army, in a in that war, right away we discern, yeah, of course, they're very strong, they have, they have the latest weapons, they have the, 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 the great warfare, they have this type of plane, and that type, they have F this one and F that one, of course, that's why they're successful, because they have, uh, they have good generals, as he goes on to say, they know, good Baal Strategia Godel, they have good people with strategy, that's what we think. And also, they very, they have a lot of, they have a lot of guts. They have a lot of determination. Says with that, Al Koponim lo yotzonim imadrego ha'echod madregas achoyish yakoyichem oitzim yad oisas achayilza. He said that's the lowest madrega. If a person thinks, you know, that guy was very successful in his business, and it's because you know he's good. He's good at what he does. And that army was successful in winning the war because they're stronger, they have what it takes. He says, that's the lowest madrega. Of It's a person who relies on his own chacham. own chacham, his own takbulis. Says Rav Desla, how do I know that? He says, it's a pasuk. The pasuk is screaming at us. The Pasuk here right here says, it's not going to, it's not the Chochom who gets wealthy, it's not the Novoin who becomes rich, it's not those who are stronger and greater strategists who win the war. If we really would be strong in our Emuna, why do we talk in ways of well, maybe told me naturally speaking, because he was smart and therefore he has a good personality, so he's able to persuade people and they're stronger, so they're able to win the war. We, we don't, of course, we know it's Akadish Baruch who does everything, but we just want to talk in a way that sort of makes sense to people. So Rav Desla says like this a very sharp line. For those who don't want to hear it, you could, you could. 
turn off your screen already, turn off, turn off the audio, because it's already more than 15 minutes. Rav Desla says, I understand you're just saying, we're just talking in sort of the way that, you know, the news outlets speak. These are the Benayadna Shubayvin Zemadabrim Bikaisvim Bi'itunayim. That's the way they write in the newspapers. That's the way the news talks about it. So we're just talking like that. Of course, we know we're, we, we have Amuna. Says Rav Desla, I want to ask you one question. Have you ever seen a person who says, gets together with a group and says, You know, let's get together and talk like lunatics right now. Let's just talk like Mishugoyim talk. Of course, we don't mean that. Of course, we don't believe that it's because he was smarter, because he was stronger. We don't believe that. We believe in only HaKadosh Baruch who decided he should be wealthy, they shouldn't win the war. So why are you talking as if he was smart and they were strong? We're just talking because that's the way people talk. He says, you ever have normal people have a conversation? He said, let's make believe that we're crazy people, we're lunatics, and we'll talk like that. If we don't believe it, why are we talking like that? He says, we cover it up a lot by saying, Baruch Hashem, Be'ezus Hashem, Emitza Hashem, Mikom Bokom Ale Etzem, Achshom Eiseinu, Cheshben Eiseinu, Maaseinu, Benuim Alashkova, Zamalach Ateva, he says, this is really a good test. It's a little bit of a slap in the face for ourselves. What do we really believe in? Do we really think that it doesn't matter how smart a person is? Kodesh Bohu decided this person should be wealthy, that person should be poor, this should win the war, this one not. This one should have a job, this one should lose his job. It's not because he's any smarter or better, more talented or less talented. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does put on a good show and he makes it look as if the ones who are successful seem to sort of have what it takes. But that's not the reality. The reality is it's not like that. That's what Shleim HaMelech says. And the truth is, if we look like Shleim HaMelech's his vantage point and take a long view of things and see, is that true? Is that true? It's always the person who has, uh, who has a lot of smarts, the person who's so talented, he's always successful. It's not like that. It's strange, we say. We say to ourselves, it's so strange that guy's a very talented fella. He, he's a hard worker. He, it seems like he has what it takes. And why is it? Why was he not able to be successful? And this other guy is such a yokel, is such a schlamazel. And everything he does seems to be okay. And then we start understanding. We shouldn't rely on Chochmah. We shouldn't rely on al We have to rely only on Kodesh Baruch Hu. V'dor Hashem lo yachzru a good night.